Our mission here on the Sports Free Agent Podcast is to connect people with their first or next opportunity within the sports industry. We challenge the normal. Think of this as the new resume, a podcast episode which provides insight into individuals on their values, their experiences, and insight into who they really are. We challenge the normal way of doing a job search and hiring process. We're building a database to showcase your next future star employee on our website at www.sportsasajob.com. We flip the roles, so no longer do people get lost in the search, but they get found. Welcome to the Sports Free Agent Podcast. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Sports Free Agent Podcast. My name is Colby Castillo, and I have another guest for all of you today. So if you could please introduce yourself to everybody listening and watching. Absolutely. Thank you for having me, Colby. My name is Nicole Leachie. I am a graduate assistant currently at Frostburg State University in Western Maryland. Um, And I'll actually be graduating in a few short weeks, which is exciting and scary all at the same time. (laughs) No, definitely. And before we got on, you know, I was telling Nicole, I can't imagine the stress and the emotions that people like Nicole and everybody across the country is going through. So I, it, and there has to be a way to help you guys out. And I think this is the way to do it. But let's start with, you know, where did your love of sport come from? And, and when and ultimately why did you decide to make sports a career for you? So um, I have a really wild story about that, actually. <laughs> um, so I played field hockey at Prosperity State University. And I received my undergrad from there. Um, and when I was doing the recruiting process, I was very much of the mindset of if I get recruited, no big deal, like not really going to stress over it. If it happens, it happens. Well, it happened. Um, I grew up playing soccer actually. And then my parents put me in field hockey. I grew up in a family where you didn't get to just sit around for any season. Um, so when my soccer team folded, it Field hockey was the only other sport available in the fall for me to play. So naturally, I was put in field hockey. And actually, field hockey didn't translate very well to soccer until I put on the goalie equipment. And that's how I got recruited to play at Frostburg. Um, So I came to Frostburg and was playing, you know, normal collegiate career. Um, And unfortunately, my family had tragedy hit us. My father passed away unexpectedly from a heart attack in my sophomore year. Uh, while I was in season. And um, that for me was a very eye-opening moment about how much the game meant to me and our bond with it. And from there, um, I took it upon myself. I have two younger siblings. So I was very worried about how my mom was going to be with my two younger sisters at home. Um, I really wanted to help her out and prove to her that like, you know, you didn't need to worry about your one daughter away at school. I was trying so hard to get a job at school. And um, no one wants to hire a student athlete who has the wildest schedule in the world and can only work two days out of the week at very specific times. (laughs) Um, So my coach actually hooked me up with our athletic communications office with a need of work study students. And since, you know, only one sport can be on the field at a time, my schedule matched up perfectly with theirs. Um, And I got hired to help with their live stream. They were trying to revitalize it. It had been down for a few years, and then it went to a one-camera shoot with no movement, no commentators, like as basic as you could get. Um, They made a big hiring move and got a broadcaster for the first time in several years, 
he was very into it and I worked very closely with him to revitalize it and make it what it is now. Um, and so I did that for my final two years of school, which was awesome. Um, and as I was getting closer and closer to graduation, um, the intern that I worked really closely with was leaving for a gig at Sidearm Sports and he's actually still there. Um, he has helped me through a ton of job search stuff and I owe him a huge thank you for everything he's done for me. Um, he was the one who opened my eyes to, hey, like you're doing the job search. You know you can apply for jobs to do what you've been doing for the past two years, right? And I was like, like, that's a, that's a thing? Like, what? I was like, this is totally just a work study gig this is not real. This doesn't go past this. Uh, and he was like, yeah, it does. And he showed me the NCAA job market website, COSIDA, all of it. Um, and I was like, you know, it was like mind blown. I was like, oh my gosh, we can make this happen. Um, so I started looking at grad school since, you know, the traditional path was undergrad, grad school, post-grad intern. Um, and I'd gotten into a few programs. Uh, but wasn't able to secure uh, an assistantship, and I just was not in the place financially to pay for it on my own. Um, so I had taken a temporary gig here, uh, working in our university media relations office, and did that until my boss from undergrad, uh, our sports information director here, he was like, hey, we're getting a video board, and we would like you to come run it. And I was like, oh my gosh this is it. Um, they were adding a sport management program the year I was starting. It was, the stars were aligning perfectly. It was great. Um, so I came about into this field from what started out as a horrible thing happening to me to this love of, I still get to keep the bond that I had with my dad over playing sports by working in it every day. And I get to experience the bond that all these other student athletes have in any shape or form of their love for the sport, whatever it may be, just a childhood love, their parents, friends, anything. And it's the coolest thing in the world to see that everybody's stories are different, but the love is the same, if that makes yeah. sense. Yeah, <laughs> no, definitely. I understand that completely because, and that's one of the things talking to different people is, is that journey, that story of, of where they started to where they are today is all different. But the common theme, like you said, is people love sports. It's, you know, it, it's hard to find an industry where the job and what they do goes beyond just a job. It's their life. It's their passion. So it's super interesting in that way. And what I want to do right now, and we talked about it, but this is a new segment. This is going to be a new game changer. And what I want to do with Nicole is we're going to break down her resume. Because again, this serves as a supplement to the resume. This is a podcast episode but it provides her the opportunity to elaborate on what she has in the piece of paper because we're told it's only supposed to be a page. It's only supposed to be three to five bullet points. Well, how are we supposed to get our points across and explain before we actually get into the interview? So to help make that process easier for her, what we're going to do right now is break down that resume. And I have to start with the top, which is education, right? I mean, you got right here, you got your, your mass communication bachelor of science at Frost state university and like you said you're about to graduate um in may and that's coming up soon so tell me about your education you know the certain courses how that's kind of prepared you for the job you're doing now but also to prepare you for the jobs you'll be doing in the future 
Yeah, absolutely. Um, so during my bachelor's, I did a general mass communication degree. Um, so that has definitely helped me now because I didn't focus in on any one specific track here. We have um, television production, radio, a, a million different things. Um, and a lot of kids only pick one, um, but you also have the option to do a general mass comm degree, which meant I took classes across all of them. Um, so that's been super cool because I never in a million years thought I would be like doing video production. Um, and it was cool because I got to take my one class on it, but I also took a radio production class. So like I got to mesh the two and now I produce our live stream and video board content on game days. So I'm doing two live productions at the same time, which I never thought I would be doing. Um, so that's really cool. I've also taken digital media classes just on how to write social media posts and things like that. Just, you know, your basic stuff. So that's been really cool. And then getting deeper into that, come my master's, um, I took a total 180 and did a management course. <laughs> um, and that's been really cool because I, like I said, in undergrad, I did a lot of communication-based courses, writing, um, you know, didn't really deviate from that. In my master's, I've taken sport law, um, facilities management, fiscal management. I feel like I could do it all now. <laughs> and now I'm sure it obviously goes a lot deeper than my courses, but I definitely feel like I can bring something to the table and I'm not lost when it comes to having to book the, you know, this practice schedules and who's going to be on the field at what time. Like I at least have a general understanding of that now, which I think helps a ton that I'm not just in my niche field of athletic communications. Somebody else needs help in the athletic department. I can totally be there. <laughs> mm -hmm. And that's important that you kind of got the overall experience of everything. So really whatever future organization that does hire and give you an opportunity, I mean, you're going to be an asset from the start. You got that solid foundation to really make an impact into what they're doing. Now I want to go all the way to the bottom of the resume for people following along, pull it up if you want to, while we're talking about it, but you have the volunteer experience down there. And it seems like you got two major volunteer experiences just last year. And then you actually got one um, in the beginning of this year. So tell me about your volunteer experiences and those, how they've helped you, I guess. Um, so they have really broadened what I'm capable of. <laughs> um, I've only ever worked at Frostburg State University for the athletics industry. Um, so I really wanted to strive to get some other experience. Um, and my boss is a diehard West Virginia University fan. <laughs> so when they got the chance to host their regional for the College World Series last year, um, he was very quick to email the SIDs to say that we were only an hour away and could help if they needed it. And when they said they needed his help, I quickly jumped on that when he said he was going to be out of the office for a few days and asked if I could go with him. And they said, yeah, bring her with, bring as many staff members as you want. Um, we could always use the help. I was the only one who went with him, um, but it was awesome. I mean, I got to, that was my first division one atmosphere experience that like I was actually involved in something working behind the scenes, which was super cool. Um, that was awesome. So I got to do that. And that initially sparked the, I have to go work somewhere else, even if it's only for 10 weeks, um, which leads to another point in my resume. But um, I also volunteered this past winter at the University of Maryland. Our arena here at Frostburg was under renovation 
the arena hadn't been touched in like 40 years and was in dire need of some some updates um so which meant all of our basketball games were on the road and we do not travel with our teams here um so that left my january wide open to do whatever i needed to do and we were not in classes so i took that opportunity and i reached out to a connection that i had from one of my conventions that i had gone to she was a marketing assistant at the university of maryland for the women's basketball team and was very quick to um, email me back and say that she would be willing to help me out and just pick whatever games I wanted to come down to. And she connected me with the men's basketball marketing assistant, which was even better. Um, so I worked in a total of four games there uh, for both teams and got to do stuff for fan experience in the arena, which I have never done before. And props to the people who do that every game because that was a lot and I only did it four times <laughs> um, but that was super cool um, so that was exciting and I was very proud of myself that I had done that on my own um, no one really prompted me to do that everybody just kind of expected me to sit in Frostburg until the arena was ready um, and I wasn't gonna take that so I was really excited that I got to do that opportunity I'm very thankful for the University of Maryland staff um, I also volunteered for two years now um, at the USCAA, which is the United States Small College Association. Um, they, for the past 12 years, had hosted their national championship tournament for basketball in Uniontown, Pennsylvania at the Penn State Fayette campus, which is about 45 minutes from us. Um, and because they've been here for about 12 years, my boss knew them very well and had volunteered and they always allow him to bring two or three staff members to help uh, with the process. Um, so my first year, I went and by, you know, a work study student not showing up in my first year, I had to learn how to call basketball stats. Um, and that's for some reason stuck with me. <laughs> so I go, I will, I probably won't anymore. Um, but for the past two years, I had gone to call and type stats for them with my boss and a few other SIDs. So that's been really cool and I'm glad I get to help everybody out and it's good all around for everybody. <laughs> yeah, and that just speaks to your willingness and, and you being an initiator and you trying to go and get what you need, that experience and try the different things. Now let's jump to the, I guess you say, the core of the resume and probably what they wanna really actually hear from the hiring management organization part and you did mention it already, which, which I kind of want to talk about first, is that that certain experience prompted you to get experience outside of your usual school. And I see that you got here uh, from June 2019 to August 2019. You were at the University of Alabama at Birmingham, and you were the athletic communication intern. So tell me about that experience there. Yeah, um, so I was very dead set on I was going to go work somewhere else for the summer. I really wanted to experience something outside of what I had known for the past three years. Um, and I had reached out to a bunch of schools, wasn't really getting any takers, um, was just trying to kind of hit up anybody that I thought might need help. And um, our alumni network here is incredible when it comes to helping each other. Um, I had put out on Twitter and LinkedIn that I was looking for a summer internship and an alum who's also actually in the sports world, her name is Katie Hogue, um, she does marketing. She hooked me up with this internship. Uh, she knew the SID there um, and put me in contact with them saying that, you know, 
she, you need an intern, she needs an internship, like, here you go. Um, and we were able to work out a deal where I came down from June to August. I lived down there uh, in one of the dorms and it was great. I mean, I got to do more responsibility in 10 weeks of being there um, than I thought I would ever get to do at a division one program as a 10 week intern. I was a primary contact for a few of their sports and I honestly didn't think that that's what I was going to go down to do. Um, so that was really awesome. Um, just the caliber of the programs and the standard that they hold themselves to was incredible. Um, and it really opened my eyes to what I valued in a workplace and what I want to get out of what I'm doing. Um, so that was awesome. I mean, I experienced my first ever Division One football camp when they reported in August. I made a point of staying an extra week uh, just to see that. <laughs> uh, they were going to actually let me leave early August so I could have some time in between that and when I was supposed to start at Frostburg, and I made a point of staying just so I could see that. Um, so that was really awesome, and I'm very thankful to Ted Feely for letting me do that and giving me all that opportunity. Because um, if it weren't for them, I mean, I would have never known anything outside of Frostburg other than a couple of volunteer opportunities. Now I know what I'm capable of, and I'm excited to do it and to do more and to keep learning. So I really credit that to going to Alabama for 10 weeks. Now, you said you mentioned, you mentioned that you figured out what you value yourself, but also what you value in the future organization that you want to work for. So what are those things that you say you value? Uh, so, yeah, so I, I realized, and it's not that I don't get it here, it's that I just really want a strong work ethic in our office, mm -hmm. and I want it to be a team effort while I get to work on my own. Um, I'm not somebody who has to have it one way or the other. I like the mix of it. So I really liked that I got to do my own thing, but everybody was there if, if I needed help. Um, it wasn't in an environment where it was, you're on your own, it's your sport, not our problem. Um, that was really awesome. So I loved that. Um, I also just really, really liked the standard of, from the communication standpoint that they held all of their teams to. Um, in terms of social media content and just in general, their media presence. Um, that was a big learning point for me um, because we don't have a media presence here. We're in Western Maryland. Um, we're fairly far from any other school um, in the state. So we don't get like a huge Maryland media buy-in. Um, so being in Birmingham, especially with their story about their football team, um, they've got a ton of people interested in what they're doing. And that was, so like, that, like I said, that was a learning curve for me, but I loved what they did to keep the buy-in and to make everybody excited about it. And it, I mean, from what I've seen in the past few months, I still follow everybody on social media there. Um, that excitement's not fading away. And I really want to work for an organization that constantly has that excitement from their fans, their alumni, students, anybody. Um, like I said, they, they did a really good job with it. It doesn't seem to be going away anytime soon. No, that's definitely important to know not only what you value yourself, but what you value in an organization. Now we have to get to the real big chunk of it all. Um, something, a position that you've been with since August of 2018 to this current <laughs> present day and, and soon it's going to be um, finished. 
But uh, as your position with, with Frostburg State as the video board production and social media graduate assistant, I mean, this is a good chunk of your life, right? This has been two years. Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> but tell me about that experience and, then, and shout out some people that you, you probably would say has a huge part in your own development. Yeah. Um, so first person I shout out is the, my former intern boss who works for Sidearm, Dan Wallace. Um, he was really the one who convinced me to, to stay and do the, the degree, as well as my mom. My mom deserves a huge shout out for being willing to put up with me being in school for two more years. <laughs> um, we thought we were, I was done. So, um, she really was the one and I was debating on if I wanted to stay, like it was a good opportunity, but I was like, you know, I've been here for four years. Should I really be looking at other opportunities? Um, she was like, you know, you're, you're looking at a really good opportunity in the face and you're about to say no to it. I see no reason to. So, you know, that mom power, she convinced <laughs> me to do it. Um, and then I, like I said, I've been working, I've been working for my boss. This is my fourth year working for him, even though I've only been a graduate assistant for two. This is my fourth year working for him. Um, we have a really good relationship in terms of he, he gives me pretty free reign on what I'm doing. I mean, he'll, he'll give me assignments and tell me no, but I mean, in terms of content, I pretty much can do whatever I want. Mm -hmm. Um, so that's been really nice that I, I had a pre-existing relationship with him. So I wasn't coming into something totally brand new. While it was def definitely a shift from student work study to graduate assistant, uh, we both had to adjust. Um, but it was really fun to come in. And I mean, the video board was brand new when I got there. Um, so him and I did four days of training with a Dactronics on-site specialist uh, prior to our first soccer game um so that was really fun he then after that took no interest in the video board um was like this is just a lot i'm gonna leave it all to you i've got to worry about stats and clock and he's our operations guy so he was more concerned about that which is fair um so he gave me free reign on that again so i worked really closely for the past two years with our main broadcaster fielder dennis um he is awesome. He, him and I were the two who really had high hopes for the video board and what our live stream could, could turn into. And I think we did a pretty good job of doing it. Are there always improvements? Absolutely. But from what it was when I was a work study to what it is now, I think we made some major strides with it. Um, so we, we did that. And then him and I also decided to take a big interest in our social media platforms um we weren't satisfied with how they looked we wanted to improve them we knew they could be better we knew we could be doing other stuff um and like i said because i had a pre-existing relationship with my boss he trusted me enough to just say you know what if it's as long as it's not gonna hurt anybody or make us look bad you're good like go for it um just make sure you know you can get it done in whatever time frame you're telling me you can um you know come through on your promises so and i think we did exactly that um we, because of that, were able this year to do our first ever really big signing, National Signing Day for football. Um, we turned it into a website, and I went into the office with my boss at 6 a.m., ready to go, tweeting stuff out. Um, I pulled a couple of 12-hour days in that week. So um, I, I think we've done, we've done a really good job of turning around. When I came in, my intention was to not only learn for myself, but to also grow 
what I had already been working with for two years because I had seen the two years previously what Dan did with everything. Um, and I only felt it would be wrong to let that go back to how it was before. Um, it also helped that we were making a transition to division two from division three. Um, so I used that as a, we're gonna hold everybody else to a higher standard. We have to help hold ourselves to that same standard. There's no reason that everybody else is moving forward to the D2 world and we're gonna still be hanging out, barely doing anything on our social media for our live stream. We, we gotta be there right there with them. Um, and that mentality has fortunately taken everywhere in our athletic department. <laughs> um, I was a little worried it wouldn't, but it, it did. Uh, and everybody's really on board with it and is excited about it. They love doing their new social media stuff. I actually just did a few recruiting graphics from home for some coaches the other day. Um, so they're really excited about it. So my position there has been nothing short of great. Um, I've gotten to learn a lot about myself and a lot about what I want to do. I have decided I don't ever want to have to type basketball statistics or do volleyball <laughs> statistics. I had to learn genius volleyball statistics this year uh, because of a work study student not showing up. And man, is it stressful. Shout out to everybody who's got to do that on a daily basis. <laughs> not my cup of tea. Um, so yeah, I have learned a lot about myself, but I'm also very proud to say that I think I've grown the athletic communications platform for Frostburg while I've been here. And I hope that whoever takes my role next will do the same exact thing. I tell you what, it's, it's amazing to talk about all these experiences and go through your resume. And if an organization or a hiring manager is listening to this, I mean, the transparency they're getting right now, understanding what your experiences that you went through and who you are. I mean, there's no need. It's call her, contact her, get in touch with her already. So that leads to my next point of, where can people contact you and find you on the social media or anywhere across the board, Nicole? Um, I mean, they can find me on everything. I'm on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, LinkedIn. I've got it all. I would say if you're trying to contact me ASAP, uh, find me on Twitter. Um, I'm at NicoleLeeT00. Um, so, yeah, I think that's probably my most active. I mean, I'm active among all of them, but I probably check that one most frequently because that's also – our biggest platform for Frostburg, and I like keeping tabs on what's happening on that timeline too. <laughs> um, so yeah, I would say Twitter. <laughs> well, there you go. Organizations, hiring managers, that is how you get in touch with her. And we have the people in our database, and we're making sure that it's transparent on both sides so you can make the best decision when hiring your next star for your organization. Now, if you're looking for your first or next opportunity within the sports industry, you can visit us at www.sportsasajob.com and we can help you out. And like I always say, what we're doing, we want to make sure people don't get lost in the search, but they get found.